Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Lots of podcasters think they should do more in podcasting, but then they look at the amount of hours or days they spend on their current show and they quickly squash that idea. But more doesn't always mean more of the same. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. How excited are you about starting a brand new podcast? Mm. Well, you might be. But then again, you take a look at how much time and energy you're spending on the current podcast and you think, oof, do I really want to do that? Do I really want to do that? But I look at these podcast conferences and I read these articles and I see these people that are in the podcast industry and I say, man, I want to get more in. I want to get more into podcasting. I mean, I need to podcast a whole lot more because that's what the other people seem to be doing. But then you, again, you, as I said earlier, you look back at the amount of time you already spend on your show and you think, how is it possible? I'm a working podcaster, you say. How am I going to spend more time? I mean, take me, for example. This show, this every episode of Podcast Pontification takes me about three hours. I'm not even kidding. Three hours. Even though it's less than 10 minutes than what gets put out in the world. Three hours to put this show together. I was just listening to uh, Aaron Dowd's new podcast, and he said six to eight hours for his show, which is a 30-minute long. It's a day. It's a half day or a day to put together a quality show. That's it. That's reality, right? And if you have other things to do, you know, like your job, if podcasting is not your full-time gig, even though you're a working podcaster, if the podcast you do isn't your full-time gig, you have to do other things. So how do you do it? How do you do more in podcasting without doing more podcasting? Well, here's the simple solution for that. The simple solution is there's more to podcasting than the actual physical podcasting itself. There's more to sitting behind a microphone and talking. There's more to editing and engineering. There's more to writing and graphics and all that stuff. There's an entire huge podcasting scene that exists outside of having your own show. That's what you should take advantage of. One of the things you can easily do if you want to do more in podcasting without doing more podcasting yourself is be a guest on shows. My default answer every single time I am asked to be a guest on someone's podcast is, yes, there has to be a very good reason for me to say no. I mean, sometimes schedules conflict, or I suppose that I've never had a situation where the content was, wasn't right for me, although you do get those weird PR pitches where they clearly have not listened to your show, but that's usually they want to be a guest on your program. But I always say yes to that because it doesn't take a lot of prep work for me because I'm a working podcaster like you. It won't take you a lot of prep work. 
I also almost always say yes every time I'm asked to write an article about podcasting. Yeah, I'll say yes to that. Because most of the publications that write about podcasting aren't looking for 20,000 words. They're looking for hundreds of words. Now, I'm a writer, and so that's a relatively straightforward thing for me to do. In fact, it's hard for me to stay under the word count that I'm oftentimes given because I'm a little, hmm, my fingers have lots of things to say, apparently. So, but I write a lot of articles. That's one way to get more involved in podcasting without having a podcast. I also say yes to other opportunities inside of podcasting. Hey, Evo, can you come speak at this conference? Yep. As a matter of fact, I can. Especially if it's close by. If they're taking care of transportation, lodging, yeah, why wouldn't I do that? I mean, sure, it takes more time out of my day. I've got two conferences coming up right around the corner. I'm going to Outlier uh, Salt Lake City later on this month, and all caught on the heels of that, I have a a live show that I'm doing with my wife where we're, it's not really a podcast, but it's for a podcast. We're talking about part of our travels and journeys, and then right behind that, I'm off to a podcast movement expo or uh, evolutions where I'm not speaking, but I will certainly be engaging with lots of people. And then PodFest down in Orlando, right around the corner. So I always say yes. It's a way to get more involved in podcasting for me without doing more podcasts. Now, what I don't do is when a friend of mine says, hey, I've got a great idea for a podcast. Do you want to go in on it with me? I don't automatically say yes to that. Because I know what that means is, hey, I've got an idea, Evo, and I need you to do all of the legwork. <laughs> you probably run into something like that as well, since you're likely the working podcaster. But if another podcaster, another working podcaster reached out to me to do some sort of collaboration, I would absolutely look at that as an opportunity. Because maybe they have more time. Than I do. Maybe there are some things that I can do to make it work, but we would have that conversation because they know what goes into it. I don't necessarily have to run the entire show. In fact, I'd be, be quite happy to sit in the background. You might have noticed I occasionally show up as one of the panelists on the podcasters roundtable. I always say yes to that. Not really a guest as much as it is a, a co-panel, but I do it all the time because I know that Ray and Dave and others who join the program are also working podcasters and we're going to have a good conversation and I don't have to do the lion's share of the work. I just have to lend my voice to it. So that's really where I want to end this. Where can you lend your voice in podcasting that doesn't require you to have a new podcast? I promise you there are outlets for you to do that, which allows you to get more involved in podcasting without having a podcast. Now, if you liked what I had to say here, two things for me. One, please, right now, on your phone, whatever you're listening to or watching on, if you happen to be seeing the video that goes along with this, pull out your phone, pull up a new browser tab, go to ratethispodcast.com slash podpont. Yes, I abbreviated podcast pontifications because it's hard to spell. Ratethispodcast.com slash podpont. Leave me a rating on whatever service you feel right there. It's nice, handy, and easy. Also, if you really thought that this was good value and you want to pay for it, well, I don't charge for it, but you are more than welcome to support me. Buymeacoffee.com. Yeah, buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra, and you can toss a couple of bucks my way. You can even make it a monthly recurring thing if you want. Hey, that's awfully cool. And finally, if you are in business, 
and you know that your business needs some help with this podcasting thing and how do we strategize around our existing business goals and objectives, hey, that's what we do here at Simpler Media. We make it easy to podcast. We make it easy to podcast better for businesses. Go to simplermedia.pro for more information. That is it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, Choice.CRD.CO has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.